Hi, I'm George Stocker, and this is Last Week in .NET for the week ending, September 16th, 2021. .NET Core 3.1.19 has been released, and the big news here is that Alpine, Alpine 3.14 and Debian 11 Bullseye are now supported. If you ever want to containerize your .NET applications, you'll want to use Alpine if image size is a factor. They have very small images, which is very nice. Something else that came across my radar while pursuing these release notes is that Arcade is a thing, and it has nothing to do with gaming or adult stores. Sorry, not sorry. Apparently, Arcade is a common build tooling for .NET Foundation projects. Now, this project has probably been around with this name for years, but this is the first news I'm seeing about it. .NET 5.0.10 has been released, and it contains support for these Docker images as well, the aforementioned Debian 11 and Alpine 3.14. Also has a few bug fixes in it, and in what is a break with tradition, there are no security fixes this time. Announcing .NET 6 Release Candidate 1. This is a go-live release, meaning it's supported for production workloads. Now, there are lots of goodies in here, from JIT improvements in the form of PGO and CrossGen 2, to source builds, to write or execute, to HTTP 3. Why are we skipping HTTP 2? Reach out to me at Gortalk on Twitter and let me know. And more. Now, this is not a user-facing changes, but it will make your applications uh, more secure and faster, which are two things that we all love. The .NET Foundation elections are underway, and they look a lot less diverse than I was hoping. Now, I don't run for the .NET Foundation because we don't need the opinion of yet another white dude. And also because it would be foolish to elect me, as my entire platform would be to grow an ecosystem that competes with Microsoft's first-party offerings and get open-source people paid. And that would seem to be at odds with the purpose of the .NET Foundation. Nick Chappas... Five open source .NET projects that deserve more attention. The five he lists: Nbomber, C Sharp Repl, Verify, Fluent Docker, and Cupboard. It is Cupboard, isn't it? If you know what these do, or if you want to know what these do, watch the video. Stack Overflow moved to .NET 5.0, and they show a large drop in memory usage and increase in performance by upgrading from .NET 4.6.2 to .NET 5.0. Oh, and I'm sorry, uh, Webform folks, you're still stuck on .NET 4.8. Hmm. Make Microsoft Edge DevTools your own is the title of this blog post, and I will say for the record that I'm not a fan of the consolidation of browsers around Chrome's rendering engine. That said, however, Edge sucks a lot less since they moved to a version of Chromium. Anyway, this blog post tells you how to customize Edge DevTools, which, for historical reasons I've never touched, um, I've been too scarred by Internet Explorer. I guess I'll have to go give this a try now. Microsoft to let users completely remove account passwords and go passwordless. Now, we are about 10 years away from implanting security keys into our bodies, and I am so not here for that. Use Azure Portal to create private links for managing Azure resources, to which I am wondering, this, this didn't already exist? 
I mean, most of my experience has been in AWS, and admittedly, they've spoiled me. But I feel like this was in AWS years ago. Introducing package source mapping. The big news here is that you can specify where packages should be pulled from on an individual basis. No more try all of these package manager repositories in descending order, and if you find it there, get it. And if you don't, try this next one and next one and so on. Now, the stated reason for this is to avoid supply chain attacks, which would have been a stopgap for the SolarWinds supply chain attack. But if I remember correctly, the attackers did patch an internal DLL anyway. So... Travis CI exposes environment variables to everyone and half-asses their security response. If you use Travis CI, which is unlikely if you're in the .NET realm, but possible, um, just find another CI vendor, like today. And that's it for what happened last week in .NET. Now, for once, Microsoft was not the main character for the security fuck-up of the week. And I will be here next week to tell you what happened last week in .NET. Thanks, and I'll see you next week.